All the latest news, views and reaction to the A-League, the Socceroos and Australian football. This is 442FM. Welcome to 442 FM. Uh, I wanted to play that whole music out this time. I normally put a little applause in there, but um, I wanted to give, its, uh, give, it, give it its due. Um, Kevin Ayres with me, who, uh, who was the composer of that fine music. You just like the, the horns at the end, don't you? <laughs> burr, 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 burr. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> I'm here to clean the poo. <laughs> uh, uh, Let's start with a porn reference. Excellent. Con Stamacostas is with me. Hi, how's it going? I'm here to clean the pool. I'm <laughs> uh, Ben Summerford. G'day, mate. How are you going? The 442 Western Australia correspondent uh, is in the house. We've got four of us. That's probably. I think this could be the most four four two people in a room ever. It's mm. going to get hot and steamy in here. Well, steady, yeah. steady, steady. Jesus. Do we need to start again? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, tell you what was hot and steamy: the Wanderers versus Brisbane Roar on Thursday night opening Going game. Straight into the A League. Yeah. No hesitation. No nonsense today. About. We've got we've got a jam packed show. We need to have a little chat about the Socceroos with uh, with John. Once he wakes up, he's, he's safely back in the UK after his uh, his one night in Jordan or a few nights in Jordan. What? No, Stay we're not going to no, go there. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay then. Oh. So, um, <laughs> uh, so um, yeah. we just can't get away from it this episode. I know. Oh. All right, let's move on. Let's. Um, oh, uh, Ben, you were there. You went I to the game. There. Yeah, first experience out at Parramatta Stadium. It was good. Um, Interesting game. Wanderers were pretty, uh, pretty good in attack and pretty bad in defence. And Brisbane took their chances. Uh, Jamie McLaren was very clinical, very impressive. Did you come as part of a package tour with Jamie McLaren? <laughs> Perth contingent at Parramatta. One of the many to fly uh, leave Perth, I suppose, in the off season. But um, no, very entertaining. Um, and I, I got my first look at the the red and black block. And, and um, is, it, is that where you were standing? Or sitting? No, I was in the media centre. Oh, uh, okay. Very safe and <laughs> very safe, very warm. No, so I was, um, but no, very, very nice. Um, the choreography and the support, fantastic to watch, and uh, it was, it was a nice evening. Yeah, I think we should c- mention the RBB's choreography more often because I'm sure they would hate that. <laughs> 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 yeah. But yes, the, the, as a unit and as a fan active support unit, which I'm sure that another term they probably also hate, they are pretty much unmatched. Uh, in the uh, the league, although the cove would tell you differently. Yes, some members would, yeah. would uh, <laughs> have a want to have a word, but yeah. But um, I think this game, um, the Western one Sydney Wanderers had a clean out, but there's two people still there, uh, Popovich and Nikolai Topol Stanley, and I don't know if one of them will be there at the end of this season if this keeps on going. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you think do you think Topper Stanley has something on Popovich, so he couldn't get rid of him? <laughs> he's got he's got uh, some incriminating evidence uh, against him. It's uh, yeah, he is the, the great survivor, isn't he? But I suppose I mean you can't really get rid of. He is still your, the captain there, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, I mean if they're having a clean out, 
he would be the last man you would probably get rid of. Um, but they did let go of an awful lot of good men, good players. Uh, and yeah, it's all going to be its a big weight on Popovich's shoulders. I'm with you. I don't think he's going to be there by Christmas unless things turn around. It's um, you know, it's going to take time to gel. You know, this is pretty much a whole a whole new squad. So, so as somebody said very astutely uh, on Twitter yesterday when this excuse first came out, it was a whole new squad three years ago when they first started. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and they gelled incredibly. Well, they took a few weeks to to get underway uh, to get ahead of steam up. But I don't really think you can use that excuse for the Wanderers. Well, I'm, I'm not entirely sure about that because when the Wanderers first started, they were just hard to beat. You know, they they were drilled, and Popovich drilled them as a defender, so they were just hard to beat. So they they didn't let many in in that first the first few games, but they also didn't score many either. Hmm. So that was whereas now they've brought in this Spani- Spanish contingent and and some ball players, if you will, and they want to try and play some possession football, and and so they they've completely changed their approach. So I think it it will take time to gel. There was, a, there was glimpses of um, things starting to click. They had the chances. They they could easily have won that game. They just were blunt in attack, and the big Italian fluffed an absolute sitter. Mm. Topo Stanley had a pretty good so chance the as big well. Italian? Which is pretty... Giovacari. Giovacari. He just slips off that Mediterranean tongue. <laughs> we're not talking porn. We're talking football. Um... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I thought Brisbane were very, very good, though, uh, to be honest. I mean, I, I think everyone's had the doubts about Aloisi, but the fact remains he had a terrible, terrible record when he was at heart, but he never had a full team to choose from uh, the whole time that he was in charge there. And I think the fact that we he's finally got, for the most part, his first team available to him, it's good. It, this is when we're going to see what he is really capable of. Uh, and I was really impressed by what he did uh, to begin with. I think I personally would have liked to have seen Clute brought on earlier, possibly from the start, uh, but that's just because I like Clute and think yeah. he's going to be a great talent yeah. for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but McLaren, you know, played him from the start and reaped the benefits. Uh, I liked Corona, and I'm looking forward to some puns this season. Yeah. He was yeah. very good. Yeah. 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 He was, uh, he, he was, he's quite light, but fresh. <laughs> Best enjoyed with a lime in his neck. <laughs> Here we go, here yeah. we go. <laughs> and he's he's a Spaniard, right? Is he mm. from Spain? And he's a blonde Spaniard. Is he's a chestnut blonde? What kind of blonde? Also on on Fox Sports coverage, it was, they were they spelt it C A, Carona rather That's than a typo. rather than Corona, I which th- was I think that might just have been the was it the rookie. Right, okay. in charge of he has got six or seven real names. That's just his nickname. So maybe they got. They got Slightly it wrong. Confused. Sacked in the morning. Yeah, Corona isn't actually one of his names, is it? No. It's like Jose Miguel Very hard to find on uh, Wikipedia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> None of which are Corona. <laughs> okay. But that's Italian, Spanish. Maybe he's changed to Spanish for market. Hmm. Um, Wanderers, debutants. Pretty much the first entire first team. Yeah, pretty, anyone that stands out. I thought Jameson had a good game. Yeah, I mean, you know good. what you're going to get with Jameson. Mm. I think that's why you know he's he's been such a 
in-demand talent across the A-League. He's now played for just about every single team, I think. Mm. Uh, and he's done well. He always does. He flies up the left-hand side. Not necessarily the greatest final shot on him. Oh, well, he, he had a good effort with his right. Where he, he, come, he come back inside and... He sends him flying. Mm. <laughs> Um, Another ex-Glory player, Nichols, was good, I thought, as well. He, he's always creative. He may be a bit lazy at times, but he was he was quite good, I thought. And looking ripped. Yeah, he looks ripped. He doesn't yeah. have the, the moon face. Yeah, as I said, used to think of him as Charlie Brown. Mm. Uh, but no, he's, there, he's there was a lot, of, um, a lot of pictures of butters from South Park going around, uh, <laughs> going around uh, on Twitter, <laughs> which, I, which I enjoyed. Yeah. I think that's probably Butters is the uh, the modern day Charlie Brown. It's <laughs> true. There's probably a lot of people saying Charlie Brown. Who? What? <laughs> it was a thing in my day. Snoopy. <laughs> look at Google him. Google him. But yeah, we we touched on Topper Stanley and uh, and the Wanderers defence. There was gaping holes in that at times. But that's the worst start they could think of, right? Just gifting the ball to the, um, McLaren. McLaren. Mm. And that's possibly the worst start and Brisbane would have loved that too you know because they're both under pressure mm. Brisbane Raw and Western Sydney Wanderers both coaches are under the biggest pressure like there's a there's a probably four or five coaches this season under a lot of pressure but I think those two are on are, are, are the biggest and mm. um, yeah early Christmas present for the Brisbane Raw I think you've got to say what would the score line have been if Kovic was still in goals for them mm. and it certainly wouldn't have been that well two goals from corners wasn't it so, yeah, a good keeper can help you prevent those. Yeah. Uh, I think at best it would have been a draw. And Redman made a few good saves though. Yeah, he, he in the, in the reaction saves were were pretty good, reflex saves. But I still think Kovic would have provided better cover for them. And it's going to take a while to see how the imports go. But I don't know if they've brought in better players. Then, then they let, let go because you know the players let go, mm. um, and I don't know if it's a, it's if it's Tony Popovich's coaching, um, you know, Juric uh, has gone to Holland and is starting to score. Um, Rukovic, I don't know what he's doing, but you know they, they're good it's players and, um, and Bullet as well. So I don't know if the players that have brought in they've brought in like, a couple of Spaniards that were in the La Liga, but they've they left teams that were relegated. So I don't know if. You don't know, you know. They've, it's going to take Vitisic, a few games, and he's a good player in the A League. Yeah. So once mm. he's fit and ready, he'll, he'll improve. The... Nichols and Vidisic, I think, will be good yeah, players. Yeah, they well together. Aren't they the same kind of player? Vidisic can play on the left, play a bit, you know, shadow striker. But I see that's the, Mitch Nichols. I always position. feel Vidisic plays much further forward than yeah. Nichols does myself. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it is a good point, but I think a lot of. The players they lost, like Bullet and Juric, uh, they left because you know they wanted to go to Europe and mm. they got better offers. Spradovich in China is the same. Exactly. Yeah. 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 There's players you're not going to get hold of, uh, keep hold of, and there's players that you want to get rid of uh, and replace. And that, I think it just so happened that there was a lot that Popovich decided were surplus requirements and weren't going to fit in with what he wanted to do anymore. Um, but it is interesting. I mean, before they were very much the counter-attacking team. And there was no evidence of that at all. I felt against sure it was very much they were, they were trying to grab the game and mm. play with it, and they just didn't have the defence to, to back that up. Unfortunately, mm. uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it develops. It's it's going to be the ultimate test of Popovich. Was it a two season wonder, or has he actually got uh, the uh, the skills to back it up and bring mm. it 
turn things around again. Because at the moment, it's not just a case of have Wanderers won yet. It's when was the last time Wanderers played well? Mm. Uh, and I think there is. It's it's a f- that's a fairly long time since we saw the Wanderers that we used to see. Mm. But what could be the key is their defence and their attack. It's, and if people, and that could be very frustrating. Offense. So yeah, if Bill Bacardi ends up being someone who's who's uh, going to be frustrating, <laughs> then you know that could the Wanderers could be in for a long season. And any, same with the defense. If uh, Hamill and Topo Stanley don't snap out of it, then. Mm. It is going to be interesting to see what the new recruits have done uh, and see how much uh, Popovich learnt from last season and uh, the dodgy recruiting he did last season. Hopefully we won't see a repeat of that and these guys are going to fit in seamlessly. I'll tell you what I did like. Jacob Pepper. Um, That's a nice name to say as well. I I enjoy saying that name. But um, what else I enjoy, his name is also on his shirt, is on his back and his front of his shirt. You notice, or is, it, or is it on his sleeve? The sponsor, Pepper, oh. the Wanderer sponsor, got me got me thinking about other players that that did that. Couldn't think of many. Oh, Brisbane Raw should sign up Corona. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought of one for this was a bit tenuous. Uh, Kofi Club Danning. <laughs> yeah. So that that, that, yeah. that didn't, didn't work as well. Um, <laughs> And then, and, and I was trying to think of. Uh, Keeps going. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> don't let us stop you. Keep going. This is it. Keep digging, mate. Keep digging. <laughs> no, I think this one. This one's actually better. Um, it, it isn't front and back, but it does work quite well. The the um, Phoenix Huawei, um, Huawei Krishna. Huawei. What's Huawei Krishna. I think it's actually pronounced Huawei. But Huawei. Oh, that Huawei. works even better. Huawei. Christian. I think you're clutching at straws. Yeah, right. yeah. What's Huawei? Not. What is that? It's a, uh, it's tele, a tele, telephone, mobile phones. Oh, okay. Telephones. Mobile phones. Telephones. Yes. It's the wireless. All right, let's move on then. Yeah, oh, moving oh. swiftly on <laughs> to the... they were pretty good then. Yeah, yeah. The coffee club actually wasn't bad. Yeah. But I couldn't miss the chance to have a go at you, mate. Um, but he's left them. Anyway. So. Okay, so we'll, we'll move on to Friday nights. Golf fest. The golf fests. Gold only actually even you could only come up with two lines. Two lines. <laughs> I, I, apart from it, apart from the sending <laughs> off, there's not actually that much to talk about this game. Apart from the fact that there's not much to talk about. Yeah. Which is disappointing for a, a victory Adelaide clash. There should be plenty well, to talk about. How about the crowd? Well, I true and the the venue. We we had thirty three thousand to the same fixture last season. Nineteen thousand this time. Was it nineteen? I never actually saw, I saw somebody suggesting like even just thirteen. Uh, but 19... Well, that's the official figure. It may well have been yeah. inflated. Yes, mm. just not worth the effort, was it? Doesn't seem like it. And it's such, it's a, it's really nice venue to look at, mm-hmm. and it looks great in the TV cameras. But it's an oval. You're never going to see great football at an oval. It's always so far away. Uh, and if you're not going to sell it out, what's the point? Lane Marsh. It's also a cricket pitch as well, so there's issues with the actual football, the standard of, of play. Mm, yep. uh, the ball skids and it's hard on the legs. Yep. There was complaints last year. Apparently it's improved. but Yeah, they've spent a lot of time and, and money trying to improve it, but you know it's still going to be the best cricket pitch that you can play football on. I saw it? somebody mentioning how high the ball was bouncing, uh, which is obviously a direct result of it being concretey ground. Mm. Uh, it's just not designed for football. They should just change it to an ice rink and just get them to wear skates. <laughs> yeah. That's how slippery yeah. it seems sometimes. 
yeah. when they play Ice Rivals. Australian weather is going to be great mm. too. Yeah. 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 Well, we've done well to pad this out, actually. Uh, yeah, I, I should we talk about the red card? No, but I, I think one of the biggest things that came out of this game was that Isaias is the Diego Costa of the A League. <laughs> I reckon he just, he just winds them up. He just. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because they're both Spaniards, but um, yeah, he's just a wind up. But I, I like that. I like a bit of winding, getting the other uh, yep. man sent off, and well, getting the reputation, getting in your face. It's... You know, I, I, I don't mind. I don't mind the, the kind of gamesmanship and you know, like that sort of. But I don't know. He's he's quicker, as quick to go down as he is to jump up and call someone to get back on their feet after they've gone down after mm. one of his challenges. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. He's infuriating, but he you is. know that that's he frustrates me. From the it's a character, I think. Yeah, yeah I like need, that. We need niggle. more characters in the if, league. If you're on the opposite opposite side of it, it's not good. I mean, Melbourne Victory fans listening would not be impressed mm. by no. what I'm saying. But um, it's football. Football's about deceit, deceiving the referee, deceiving your opponent, and good on him. Except Inter- if interesting he does interpretation of mm. except if he does about. it for Sydney FC. Of I'm not sure you would get full approval of that. The definition well, of football, but I can see where you're going with it. Yeah, I, I think to be fair, though, I mean, uh, Muskie afterwards had a crack at the, the referees, and I think he was right in that case. You know, the referees have to be able to see through mm. that and see what players are doing, and if they see somebody winding him up, winding the other uh, players up, uh, he needs to take action on it and not just reach for his cards automatically. Uh, I thought. Both the yellow cards for Broxham were very, very soft, to be honest. Uh, and, yeah, didn't deserve to be sent off. I'm not sure it would have changed the, the result, though, to be honest. Mm. Adelaide just seemed fairly happy to go away with a point. I think, yeah. Uh, for Amor's first A-League game, it was a it was a tough match to come up against uh, as, a, a deb, as a baptism. Uh, and yeah, I think you'll be happy with keeping clean slate and keeping uh, at least a share of the points. And I think um, also having these two teams play during the FFA Cup lessened this game. If they both came in without playing that game, then I think it would have been a, a bit better spectacle. But because they played each other in a competitive game, yeah. Adelaide probably adjusted a bit, a bit, a bit um, better than Melbourne Victory did. I think Victory had a few players out from the Oli Roos. Um, as well, don't forget there was 29 players missing because three of Australia's national teams yeah. were playing as well. So um, decimating fantasy yeah, football so teams across the country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was the biggest problem: the fantasy was, football, yeah. rather than the the action on the field. Precisely. But, um, yeah, I think that's why you've got a probably a nil all draw. Um, I don't know. I mean, victory still had a very. Uh, Impressive side mm. that they fielded, and to be fair, Adelaide as well. They've got, yeah. uh, you know, their imports have they've they've signed their visa players very well, so mm. they had a strength and uh, depth for both sides. Uh, mm. I think of all the games that were affected, that was probably the one that was least affected. Mm. Adelaide were missing Elrich and Galakovic, and yeah. Hall, I think, was Adelaide's keeper who was behind Itzo before he went to Central Coast. So and he was pretty good. I yeah, Hall. yeah. I think. I, I, wasn't impressed with his first half, but he improved dramatically in the second. There's one reflex save, pretty mm. casual. Yeah. In terms of a reflex, like talking of fantasy football, I had him on my bench. Oh. I had him on my bench as well, but I had Vukovic and the other ones. So mm. And also, um, 
of the data key stats, there was 58 fouls in this game too. Is that a lot? Well, yeah. <laughs> it seems, it seems I, I, just, I just don't follow that. Give us some context. So, yeah. <laughs> 58 fouls, 80, 90 minutes. Was it a milestone? Niggle match. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you would Bit hope of a niggle. Was it a milestone for the Alec that it was the first press conference in not in English? Is that is that a new thing? Was it entirely um, done in, in Spanish? Well, he Spanish. started off, he said, I am very happy, and then went into his Spanish. Excellent. Yeah. So was there anybody translating, or did there we was just have to guess? Yeah. Was it a Sias? No, no. I think he was having a rest. One minute, was Gumbo speaking English last season? Yeah. He, he tried too. Yeah, yeah, not English. many people realised <laughs> at the time that... It makes for a long press conference. Yeah. We're going to translate it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's good. There we go. Uh, Musket spoke English, though, did he? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Spat it. Spit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, from one game that didn't have many many goals to uh, to your the, the Western Australian boys coming over to to New South Wales, and um, and this was a good game. Yeah, another one that my tipping let me down badly. Mm. Victory, I had money on. Glory, I had money on. City, I had money on. Brisbane Boar, I didn't have money on. Thanks for that. Round one betting in the A League is oh, not a good it. idea. I know, Never but know it was twelve. It was twelve dollars for the three matches. Too good to miss. <laughs> Had that work out? No, not well. <laughs> very good. Not well at all. <laughs> um, so, uh, O'Donovan just got a screamer. Oh, what a finish! Oh. That's what they pay the big bucks for strikers for. And he claimed it <laughs> to get goals that you don't even know about in your face, that's, Kevin Ayers. Yep. He ran. To, he ran to the TV and he was like, "That was for you, Ayers. That was for you. <laughs> you wrote me off." That's just that could spur him on. Cork City. I'm still confident. Cork City's one of Cork City's greatest. He's not going to trouble the golden boot. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. End of the season. I'm with you, Kevin Ayers. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. That's not to say that uh, Mariners won't do better. Uh, I thought Ferreira, as predicted, was key, yeah. even though he only scored from two penalties. Uh, I think Bloody good penalties. Yeah. It was his it shot was. which fell to O'Donovan, wasn't it? Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. He was at the heart of it all. Yeah. La Fletcher. Got to do his arrow celebration twice, mm-hmm. um, and Central Coast Mariners were the only home team that won this round as well. That's a, mm-hmm. a little yeah. stat there for sure. you. And um, I've got a soft spot for the Mariners. I want I want them to do well. Um, they've got a lot of Australian, a lot of young Australian players in their squad. Um, good to see there's a lot of young players getting a chance. And mm. um, and I've got to say, if Perth Glory didn't go. Um, through what they went through last season with um, their salary cap, then I don't think the Mariners would have won this game. Um, I know that's it's a weird thing to, to say, but mm. the, I think the Mariners would have loved the chance to get Perth Glory in their first game. Um, you know, you know, got the travel with Perth Glory, and also you don't know how Perth Glory is going to react after yeah. what happened last season. So, mm. you know, the Mariners would have loved um, you know the first off win, getting getting their strikeouts, um, their import. To, start off with a goal as well so yeah I think um, the thing that worried me about Perth Glory is I just don't necessarily see an awful lot of improvement there for them I don't, I don't see where they can get better uh, I think you know if they were going to win a game especially uh, an A-League starting game this was going to be the one for them uh, Ben what's the, what's the mood in WA yeah, well, this season well a lot of people are disenfranchised with the glory to be honest but the question mark is where the goal's going to come from because mm. they've lost Keo and McLaren, who scored 
at least half of their goals last year. And you look at their list, and Fernandez is the only recognised striker on the squad. So that's that's probably the question mark. And he was a three-two loss, but again, they probably should have won. Mm. He yeah. looks good on paper, though, Fernandez. Good CV, yeah. Yeah, but I didn't really. And get me excited. It was his all. tackle, which was the first penalty, which was just needless, and the second exactly. penalty was needless as well. So, what's he doing? What the attacker? Yeah, what, what's, what's, what's he doing? doing? What's an attacker, no. an attacker doing making tackles in the box? That's just no. wrong box, wrong box, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still not talking porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, oh. Um, it's a family show. Well, is it? Um, That's probably not true. Mariners, we were saying you were you guys weren't here, but uh, with Sean and John, we were saying how much we thought we liked Tony Walmsley as a, a coach and how hopeful we were that you know uh, he would have a good season. We didn't think he would, but it wouldn't be any reflection on his coaching abilities. I think actually that game's a reflection on his coaching abilities, and you know he's taken a very young, cheap, raw squad, and he's already got them looking pretty good. Mm. Uh, I'm still not convinced they're going to make it into the finals but I think he's going to do himself proud by the end of the season uh, and yeah it's I can see them getting off the bottom quite easily and it was interesting what, was predicting. it was interesting what he was saying at the, at the post-match press conference he is insistent that his team they're the fittest team in the A-League so um, at least he's got that going for them I mean they're yeah. a pretty young squad so they wouldn't have many over 30s so if they're the fittest team, it's a, it's a tough to measure. Yeah, yeah, it's a bold yeah. call. I would wouldn't necessarily lay claim to that, but you know, good on them for having yeah, <laughs> having a claim at some title. Sydney FC will probably have a word about that. But. Donovan certainly yeah. was not the fittest man I'd ever seen when we first saw. Yeah, him, I know. Uh, by any manner of means, but yeah. maybe they've knocked him into shape since then. Uh, overall, though, I just thought I was really impressed with uh, what. Um, Mariners they turn, turned out, uh, and hopefully they'll get better, and you know they might even manage to pick up a, a signing next window that just makes a difference for them. They got a visa spot left, don't they? I think yeah, they do. I just don't think they've got any budget. That's a problem. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the it's wide open for them making a decent marquee signing if they had you know the money, but don't. Yeah, they, someone, they need to engage in the community a little bit more. Central Coast have kind of they need fallen to, out of love with them. They need to win, the... win back the the locals. Uh, I think Walmsley is in a good position to do that. I think yeah. he's, he's you know he really has the that connection with fans that uh, McKenna did. Uh, yeah. And if anybody's going to do it, I think he will. Um, they just need to get a few wins under the belt, and it's hmm. a fantastic start for great it. start. Yeah, once they start winning, they'll yeah, come back absolutely. And there's no talk about going. You know, moving the team to North Sydney or anything like that this season. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah that's, I think that's pretty much dead after the backlash. Mitch Austin was standout. I thought he was superb. Uh, Ferreira has great potential if we could just link up with a proper striker. Uh, Storm Rue as well on the other side. Caceres, is that how I pronounce it? Mm-hmm. Caceres. Caceres. <laughs> He's good as well. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So some good young players, which is what the Mariners have been built on previously. Mm. And it's they what it should through. be all about, you know. Yeah. That's where they're going to make the money. That's how Charlesworth's going to actually turn mm. that into a thriving business. Yeah. yeah, bring those players through, sell them. But you, you really do need teams like the Mariners in the A League because with the other teams bringing in these 
the foreign import players who who are going to improve the league as well. But you also need that breeding ground ground for young Aussies that maybe yeah. haven't haven't been given the chance elsewhere, and they can go and that they can see that Mariners is actually quite a good place to go and prove prove themselves. Well, I mean, you know, I bumped into uh, just name and dropping. I bumped into Laurie McKenna outside the Porto Alegre Stadium in Brazil. And he was on cloud nine because five of the Socceroos were his signings. Mm. Uh, and that's a tradition that's going to continue. Uh, and, you know, I don't think any other uh, A-League club could claim those numbers. Yeah. Uh, it's sign of the times. Uh, mm. And it's the way forward as well. It's what we need to look for. I think we've got somebody in Sheffield uh, wanted to get in touch with us. We will... Um We'll catch up with John in a moment. Um, but you've also got the um, that training centre at Tuggera that they. Yep. I think that when we went there, it was almost um, finished. I think. Um, well, they were building the swimming pool. I think. Yeah. Uh, when we were there, or was no, it was a hotel. Uh, it's it, a, it's the an training features that are done. The soccer fives is done right. Soccer fives is done. All that sort but of stuff. And the problem, the reason that we had to leave and go and catch them at training at uh, Budgeway yeah. was because the uh, training fields were swamped. Yeah, and that's the problem. Yeah, the centre of excellence uh, pitches at the moment are built on mud, so the slightest bit of rain, the drainage still isn't yeah. up to the job, and they have to find somewhere else. It's all a work in progress, yeah. but definitely it's much much improved and the the muddy field that it was even just a few years ago and haven't they had a head start on a lot of the other A-League clubs as well with the way they've structured their youth teams as well starting well, they've got from the Central young. Coast Mariners Academy but yeah. they fell out with uh, they fell out with them last year oh, okay. and I think they've rebuilt the bridge again alright good uh, in the, the most recent off season yeah. so yeah I mean it, there has been a very good structure in place then costs got involved owners changed relationships broke down being rebuilt uh, warn, the Mariners should be the, the <laughs> template for small clubs mm. uh, in Australia it's, but because it's such a hard grind making a profit out of it it's very difficult for them and hopefully they can rebuild everything because uh, yeah it, it, it's what we need Sydney they, Sydney City was the other game on, on the Saturday Saturday evening um, I was there. Did you go out? I didn't go out. I was making paella. Oh, ooh. it was very good paella too. <laughs> is that is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> <laughs> paella. paella, paella, paella. The double L's a J or something. Yeah, yeah. paella. That's how we pronounce it in Camry. <laughs> Camry. I've gone to the Les Murray School of Pronunciation. <laughs> um, Interestingly, with that match, we were at the Sydney launch. On Thursday, uh, they're in business lunch, which was mm-hmm. very well attended. I kind of walked into the, the ballroom at the West and, oh, geez, this is really big. 650 people wow. uh, paying for tables. Um, but at that, Arnie said, and Broski, I think, uh, reiterated it, that last season Arnie looked around and said, yeah, it was a, squad was okay, but this season, comfortably the best squad he's ever worked with. Please give oh. us more sponsorship money. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's a big call. That's what I thought as well. I don't, know if, I don't know. I think it's the best squad in terms of depth that he's had. Yeah. There's a lot of... Um, every position is covered by another player. So I think... Um, and he's bought very well because there's going to be a lot of players out um, 
with uh, the Ollie Roos and the Young Socceroos. So, but I don't think it's, I don't know, you, no Abini, no Yanko, no Antonis, no Gamiero. And, um, but the players he has brought in, internationals. Mm. And I think Sydney FC has done, have bought in the best imports out of all the teams. Holosko and Inkovic are quality players, um, international players. Uh, and they look, looked pretty good um, on, the week, on the weekend, I thought. Um, Holosko just looks like a beast running down the sideline. I, I was surprised how um, tall and um, strong he looks. Yeah, for, uh, for, a, for a wide for player. For a wide player. I've never, it's a weird... Yeah. Could be playing rugby league, like... Mm-hmm. Um, out on the wing, you know, one of those big burly wingers. So, um, and uh, but the only problem I had was Ninkovic was um, I found him, I found that he was out on the out wide a lot on the, in midfield out out on the left. I don't know if he was if that's he was rolling. He just sort of lingers out there like Broich does. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a bit weird. Uh, but yeah, you, that, you've almost in, in that Sydney team, you've almost got four forward players, really, don't you? Yeah. That will that will kind of interchange. Um, Smeltz, you know, didn't impose himself um, very much, but the, the other three that were behind him kind of interchanged, and it, it showed with the the goal for uh, for Brosk cutting it back for Holosko to yeah. be, um, you know, sort of taking up that number nine spot for the goal. Holosko did impress me, though. I mean, he he seemed to find his feet. Adapted to the heat mm. and the pace of the game immediately. Yeah, uh, you know, Yanko took a f- fair few games to warm up. Yeah, it's astonishingly good when he finally found his yeah. uh, league feet. But Holosko uh, looks like he might be a very, very good signing. There's no doubt they've recruited well, um, but you've probably got to ask questions about their defence. They haven't really bolstered yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And Jacques Fadi made a few mistakes on the weekend, which probably crucial mistakes as yeah. well yeah. so he's the import back there he should be the guy who's running the ship and running yeah. the show and they've got a few yeah. options I mean uh, in defence we talked about that the last podcast That, but they are tried and tested ones pretty much you know the uh, Royal German um, mm. a Ryan Grant Ryan Grant playing at left back was an interesting choice I thought I thought he well. did I thought he did very well it, 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 to say that that is probably not his best position. You the know, second half he, he struggled better. with. Second half he did a nice shot, and then that cross yeah. at the end where um, Blackwood, yeah, um, had that shot saved amazingly by Sorensen. Mm. Um, but I think it's just it's again. Um, I think uh, Melbourne City is Sydney's bogey team in, in terms of Sydney FC will just create all the chances, and Melbourne City will just get us on the counter attack. And again, we just gifted them a goal mm. in the opening exchange exchanges. And... Penalty. Oh, <laughs> penalty. Oh, that, 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 uh, I think that voice that you hear is a four four two UK correspondent, John Davidson. Welcome, mate. Sorry for uh, waiting for this this long to introduce you in. That's that's all right. I just thought I'd, I'd just um, drop into Con's uh, diatribe. As a, oh, as a come on, in the FC fan, but. I think they were Melbourne City were robbed of three points with no penalty given. No for, chance for Corrin. They had one. Sydney had Sydney FC had eight shots on target. Melbourne City had one. And to be honest, I thought when I first saw that penalty, I thought it was a um, that penalty uh, situation. I thought it was a penalty. But then there's an angle, um, and you see that the uh, that Corrin um, kicks the ball ahead of him, so he's in no control of the ball, and then runs into uh, Janjetovic. 
I have to um, say, I didn't think it was a penalty. That uh, angle changed my mind because initially yeah. I thought, okay, because I was looking at it from um, the 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 side of where you see him, you know, push the ball across and Vignetovic hits him. Mm. But then the other angle, you see him. Um, running into the goalkeeper. The angle that I saw it from that made me think it wasn't a penalty was the almost at grass level, yeah. looking across the box, yeah. uh, and didn't look like a penalty to me. Yeah. It just looked like he'd got a reasonable attempt at the ball and uh, corner gone down. But the old cliche, you've seen them given. Uh, yeah, definitely. You, you, could, you certainly couldn't have argued if it had been given. No, you couldn't thing. have. I also thought the ball was pretty much out by the time the yeah. the impact took place. So I, I don't. I think some sometimes penalties can be given too too often. I think it should only be a penalty is if that ball, the defender or the goalkeeper stops that player from getting the ball. If it's going out of play or if it's going, you know, in the player's not under control, then I don't think it should be a penalty. I think too often players go down expecting to to get a penalty and. And, and that's what Corrin did. If that if that was a bit um, further um, away from the touchline, then probably you could say it was a penalty because then Corrin's got a chance to get the ball, but the ball was out. But um, yeah, Sydney that that would have been frustrating for Sydney FC um, not to get the three points. Especially Blackwood had a, a header as well that he headed. He was free in the box. Sydney started getting momentum. He's free in the box and heads it straight to the goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. And then a few minutes later. Sorensen just pulls out a, a massive save, and he could be the marquee of the season. Um, <laughs> well, the of the season, Sorensen. He's had so much criticism for signing the club. Yeah, I, I don't think the, the criticism was ever about him, his abilities. Oh, I, think, I think people respect your deal at thirty nine. Yeah, people respect the fact that he was a quality goalkeeper, and again, age and goalkeepers not really that critical. It was more of the case of we do produce good keepers. Yeah. Uh, maybe not Redmond uh, personally, but, but they don't have one. You know, Valafi's okay. Yeah, he's been okay for the last five years. But the thing is, there's that's it exactly. We've got so many all right, average young uh, Australian goalkeepers, and not really bringing through that many new ones like Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's there's keepers. I feel there must be keepers out there that need to be given a chance. Give them a chance to shine if they're good. Keep them on, Ryan style. And if they're not, if they're more sort of red men, Valapi, um, perhaps we could look elsewhere for them. Apart from Paul Izzo, who's obviously gone to the Mariners, and Jack Duncan, who went overseas to get a to get a game. Yeah, but Izzo's not even starting, right? Reddy started in that and game. did very well. And uh, yeah. besides yeah. Galekovic, there's a you know there's a bit of a drop, I reckon. Burgetti. Did yeah, very good. He did Burra really Gitti good. Was very good. He was, he was I liked good. what he did yep. uh, for the Jets. Yeah, but he he was wasn't he at Como? Was it the club? Vereze, maybe. Como. You could probably pronounce it better. No, that's um that's brilliant. He's gone to Como, but um yeah, Birgitti looked good. Yeah, but um but yeah, I think I think that's that was more where the criticism was aimed at with Sorensen. I think he is going to be a great keeper, and you know, he's going to be. A good signing in that you know he's going to be better than the options they had and goals, especially last season. Just feel we could probably have found someone who may have been able to fill that space better. But he, I thought he had a really commanding presence mm. in that in that game. Like he yeah. was um, telling his defenders where to go, and he was um, when the team was under pressure, he was you know telling 
um, you know, giving the right directions and all that sort of stuff, which is what a goalkeeper is supposed I to do. I spoke to John Van Ship about two weeks ago, and that's what he said. He's he's good in the dressing room. He's good. He's got good voice, mm. Mm. and that's hard to measure when you just watch performances. But yeah. these guys have an influence, which. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Well, we, I yeah. think uh, we said that last week, didn't we? That the only reason why, well, one of the the reasons why the, it could, he could be signing at this stage in his career is that you know he's going to offer that offer a lot more than mm. just being a goalkeeper. Yeah. You know, maybe it's a, a it's a, a coaching development that two year role. He might be there to, to sort of bring. The other the thing other, as well that we may too. have to consider is that perhaps it is a myth that we were just good goalkeepers. No, maybe we went through our own golden generation of goalkeepers and. There isn't another golden generation, a constant production line off them that we'd like to think there is. Maybe mm. AFL, well, maybe AFL are snapping up all the the lean, lithe, tall mm. Australians again. I don't think Adam Federici um, set himself in gold last week in for the Socceroos, but that's a no. different. Uh... True. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll come on to your Socceroo chat in a minute, John. <laughs> Stop trying to divert us in your heels. way. You Stop <laughs> trying. <laughs> Getting to my Sydney FC diatribe. Um, debutants, in terms of debutants, I was hoping for a double-decker headline, but oh, decker. we only got a single-decker. That'll come. Yeah. What a lovely finish, though, by Decker. He's yeah. come out of nowhere, right? I've never heard of him. I must admit, I had me I've looking never, for Wikipedia. I thought he was maybe an import that they brought in. Kevin, there, Kevin, Black and Decker would have been better. Black oh, Blackwood and Decker. Blackwood and Decker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He sounds American. That's why I, I, I must admit I, I, I jumped for yeah yeah I, yeah. I, I, I jumped for um, for Wikipedia to Dwayne, see where he'd, uh, where Dwayne, he'd come from. What the shut out? <laughs> but he's he's come from um, the Melbourne uh, City youth team and um, Northcote City as well. I looked up I looked up to see where he was from. So and they've had you, some big raps about him. Many other people, I suspect. Yeah, that yeah there's some big raps on him though. It's, and he's scored in the FFA Cup as well against uh, Wellington Phoenix. So, mm. yeah. if we're talking about debutants though, O'Neill, another ex-Glory player. I've got to yeah. harp on this for a while. But he was good. He was. And he, he was part yep. of the goal they scored. He passed it to Brosk. And... A superb ball, that. Yeah. yeah. Like the way he t- took it past um, the midfield. I'm not sure who it was, and slot it in between the two two defenders. Brilliant. I watched yep. him in, in the FFA Cup against Sorrento, who obviously had a Strong side, but he was very impressive that day as well. So he could be a bolter this season. And he sounds English when he speaks. I was too. Gonna say, from? what was his accent? Where's he from? Irish, Irish, I think. Is it? All oh, right. And he's yeah. is he he's Australian though, isn't he? Oh, is yeah, he? he's Perth born and bred. He's from up in Joondalup, which is full of expats. Uh, so I'd, why I'd say his he's... parents? So it's so it's a little eyes. character, really, isn't it? <laughs> it's just just an, just extension of Essex, really. The whole of Perth. He's got a he's got his <laughs> Perth accent that he's got. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> they all speak like that. Yeah. Perth, I'm from Perth. So, uh, Arnie, I'm right here, Arnie, after the game, had a bit of a snigger when he was uh, when he was talking about O'Neill, and he, he came out and said, well, well, Perth glory, let him go. <laughs> that, did, did anyone see that? <laughs> Didn't see I'm, that. I'm, I, I, I'm not sure of the, uh, the, what's happened behind the scenes there, or if, if glory let him go, or if he was sort of, Taken by uh, by Sydney FC. Oh, they he... let him go. They let him and Woodcock go. Just again, more of the. Uh... But I think a lot of people were let go. If we're going to, I Kenny, think Kenny most Wolf. of them left rather than let go. To be honest, Kenny it seems it seems like policy. though, if you're a good WA talent, a young player, you can barely get a game for the glory. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's the underlying <laughs> problem. Ben Sainsbury, Birrigitti, um Yeah, there's a number of players all over the Clisby. Yep. Yeah, Ilya Bow. 
Yeah, yeah another one. Uh, this is probably a, a good feature in great Perth Glory players that don't play for Perth Glory. Mm. Or didn't get a game. <laughs> or couldn't get a game. Ben yeah. Somerset included. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ben, that's your feature. So let's talk about City for a, for a moment before before we move on. Do um it, do we still expect them to be flying high? Yes, I do. Actually, I think they're going to get better. Um, if they don't get better, then Ship will be out and replaced, and probably replaced with. A manager with a, a proven track record, I would imagine. Uh, Roberto so. Carlos. Oh. <laughs> or Del Piero. Or Del Piero, yeah. yeah. Del Piero. <laughs> but they've got half a dozen starters out of the side right now. Yeah. And they yeah. will get better. Yeah. yeah. But the news is that Fragic is out for two months I today. What the, I think the, oh. interest, the more interesting story is what's going on with their injuries yeah. down there. Well, they've brought in a new, a new physio from the UK whose title is Head of Human Performance. Which wow. is an interesting role. Well, that, yeah. that, that's, that's good. I'm glad they cleared that one up. Yeah. <laughs> well, lucky he, he's he's in charge of the humans. <laughs> Greyhounds um, left on the side, untreated once part. again. Yes, Aaron yeah, Moy is a bit of a robot, though. He's a machine. True. True. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, a quick um, sort of reference to my uh, fantasy football team. If anyone's uh, if anyone's seen that. My team name's Moy Bueno. Oh, dear God. Oh. <laughs> uh, he yeah. looked pretty good when he came on, though. I thought... Considering he was straight off the plane. Yeah, yeah. plane. He's still putting a yeah. pretty decent shift. Uh, but yeah, City are going to have to do better, I think, than that performance overall. To And uh, Navio didn't shift. play either, did he? No, he's out. Hughes he's is out. out. Uh, Zullo's out. So some good players. Yeah. I, I, love, I mean, you could probably do a really decent first 15... Mm. Of cities, injuries and yeah. uh, call-ups. Um, if they can get them back on the pitch, it'd be a team to fear. But it's a big if, I think, at the moment. With that injury record. Shall we move on? We should move on to Sunday's game. And another game that I lost loads of money betting on, <laughs> which is a lesson learned. Yes! <laughs> mental. Um, so, yeah, Phoenix... And the Jets, 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 Jets are pretty good. Everyone's uh, everyone's tipping them for uh, wooden spoon performances, um, but yeah, they uh, they were the better team. And I think Carney stepped up and showed uh, Phil Stubbins he was being a bit of a dick yep. last season. Quite frankly, I think I think the best bit about his headed goal was off the bald spot as well. Direction <laughs> 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 and power off the bald spot. <laughs> Probably a bit of sunburn there as well. But that that's all. That's a great story. David Carney coming back. He was, you know, he was kicked. Virtually, you know, um, had to be dragged off the pitch um, with a bunch of players that were, you know, were, were fired. Yep. Um, and then he's come back and he's scored one goal and set one up. And it's David Carney from yep. the opening season of the A League yep. when he used to play at Sydney FC. And that's just that's a great. That's an excellent story. I'm really happy for David Carney. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, Newcastle Jets winning it was part of the three teams um, that were in most crisis in the last two years Brisbane Raw Central Coast and Newcastle Jets all won that's true. I think that's a great yeah. story three, three of those teams I mean I took them to be in my bottom four yeah. so I think a lot of people would have um, would have 
put them a, in the bottom four. That's a good four. point, actually, and that's, that's a really good big points to make. And you need those teams to be doing well, you because they're the, they're the teams that have been you know they're not paying their players, um, uh, they're in the deepest of shit yep. during the last three years. And yep. if those teams can start doing well and start winning and um, causing upsets and um, it makes the league stronger, you know. So we we need that to happen, and that's a good good thing that came out of that round. Yeah, no, I think that's a very good point. I mean, the, these are three clubs that are pretty much fighting for their existence mm. within the league. I mean, the, the, no danger of getting uh, closed, I don't think. But they've got so much to prove after last season and the the off field problems or uh, or just disappointing results last season. That yeah, I think they they bounce back remarkably well. Uh, and if they can maintain that, and I'm, I think there may be depths, squad depths issues that's going to prevent them from doing so. But if they can, it's going to make the, the A League a much, much more interesting uh, competition this season, uh, rather than be the easy beats that everyone's written them off as being. Uh, and yeah, I think Carney's story is a great story. Mm. Uh, I think that was the big. That was the point when Carney and Stubbins and Joe Griffiths went head to head and Stubbins thought he'd won that was the point when everything really went badly wrong for the Jets unraveled yeah yep. uh, and it's when I think Stubbins was found out uh, as just a terrible terrible man manager you don't alienate players like that that will give their all for the club the way that these guys will mm. terrible penalty from uh, Huawei Krishnan yep <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it Wellington who missed a bunch of penalties last season as well? They've had issues. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Right penalty taken. Yeah. And didn't um, the uh, only Merrick say something like that after? Yeah, post he, had, match? he admitted it after the he match went, that this, we can't score, especially from penalties. Yeah. Oh, when he gets when he says those lines, you could see in his eyes like he's fuming. Just imagine what he's saying in the dressing room. I know that, and Scottish people are, aren't known for their calmness. Well, yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> well, coaches anyway. Sorry, not just. Like, We're a very tranquil nation. <laughs> Renowned around the world. But when that happens, it begins to perpetuate. I think, and the penalty Krishna took was low to the keeper's right. Generally, that's a fifty-fifty. Yeah. He's going to dive one way or the other. It's so just, it's not. A why good penalty. would you do that? I yeah. mean, you know, as a professional footballer, you know that that's standing and a very good chance of getting exactly. And it wasn't the corner either. No, right? that's it was right. plenty no, of opportunity. It was easy. If, gave him a if, chance. If he dived the right way, it was going to get saved. Yeah, so it's a 50, that, 50. That's it. Yeah, it's a penalty. It should yeah. be fifty-fifty. Yeah, you got to give yourself a chance. I mean, I think he was more concerned about keeping it on target than anything else. But if that's your concern, you shouldn't be taking the. But the, that the probably penalty. comes from the missing the last five penalties. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's a big issue. I, th- I, think. I think they, you know, they should spend at least one day a week doing penalties. Find <laughs> out who the best penalty taker is and focus on them. Well, uh, it could be the new man Sapong, who who will get better with time. He's still not fit, yeah. um, and I think he came off the bench. Mm-hmm. He, he'll be a good player. Yeah, he's another one that's got a good CV. Yeah, he's um, very good. And uh, how do we say the? Newcastle Jets striker's name because I can't your, do. This is your, I can't your do. Yeah, I can't do the. Um, this, there's a few Milosses going around, isn't yes, there? There is. Yeah. Um, and he's another one from I think Red Star Belgrade. Uh, there's a few of those guys in the A League. So um, cheap pickups, I suspect. Yeah, he looks. He looks pretty good. He looks fit mm, and yeah. could be. 
So. Um, the Jets struggled with goals, so he could be someone that's... Yep. There's been some good signings being made mm. uh, this season. From I, I did ask Scott Miller during the week if he was learning new Serbian with um, Avila Dic as well, but apparently he's hoping they'll learn English, so <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, no, he, uh, some nice movement around the box. Looked like he was making the intelligent runs, and his goal, you know, Carney put it on a put it on a plate for yeah. him. But yeah. he was he was the one that made that move and knew what was going to happen. So, you know, it's, it's nice to see that sort of link up play on their on their first game. Yeah, properly. No, I'm, I'm also delighted for Scott Miller because I think again, a lot of people have been writing him off before he's even played a proper game, mm. uh, and you know, talk of him having three month uh, trial period with the club and. Yeah, they've got a weird um, contract that he signed, hasn't he? I, I think uh, I th- presume that's simply because if a new owner takes over and wants to bring up or bring in his own man, he's got that opportunity to do so. Mm-hmm. But I think on the basis of what we saw at the weekend, unless you've got a big name manager that you really want to put a lot of faith in, Scott's done a lot of the hard yards and got the team playing very well. I would stand by him if I was a manager, uh, at least until Christmas. I'm already a bit bored of commentators saying how he's the youngest manager in the league. The youngest league. manager. Oh, there's only in ten the managers. History. Come on, I, I know he's pretty young, but like, do, do we have to say this every time we refer to him? I think it's in his contract. Oh, it is in his contract. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he gets to write a new contract in, in the end. months. <laughs> it's a very unusual contract. <laughs> what do you think's going on? What's going on? You're a Newcastle boy, John. Is, is everyone a bit pumped up? Could I, th- I think yeah, I think that um, result is everyone will be very happy because the Jets also have a terrible record in Wellington. I think they've won a handful of games in ten years. Mm. Um, so usually when they go over to New Zealand, it's a guaranteed loss. So to to get a win, considering there wasn't many wins last season, is, is I, a perfect I don't think start. they got one away win last season, did they? Probably not. I mean, they didn't win many games. It's so few um, to choose from. Yeah. But no, I think I think the um, the imports that they've got uh, Leonardo as well. I think he's um, you know I've heard reports that he's going to be well you know is, is quite good and the two Serbs and and obviously Lee Key uh, Lee Key G. Um, yeah, I think I think with those four, the only issue I think is is Bugard. I mean, how many red cards can one player get in a season and survive? So mm. they're a bit thin in, in the central defence. So with his with his ability to pick up cards. That could be a big issue. When he's your your captain and your highest paid player, uh, you expect better than that, I think. Yeah, I don't I don't know about the, the yeah that that part of it to be honest, but um, he is the new Kevin Musket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Needs to work in the hairstyle, I think. <laughs> Get a bit more polish on top. <laughs> but Wellington Phoenix. Um, they've got to be disappointed with that. Even missing the penalty, uh, still got to be disappointed with that performance. I think. Uh, I think they're going to struggle without Burns. To be honest, I think it's where the goals are going to come from. That's the problem. Isn't I don't it? know what that don't happen out and out in striker. Sapong's not really a striker. Well, he's, is he? he's Merrick's trying to make uh, to convert Sapong into what Burns was last year. Yeah. He's done it before with Robbie Cruz and Burns. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll wait and see how that pans out. And but even at times he had Burns. Um, at the beginning of the, the first half of the season, he had Burns playing central striker, but then he moved him out the second half mm. after the Asian Cup. He moved him out wide, it's and because they saw Joe Griffiths, yeah, um, so which worked well for them, and then he got injured, and, yeah, and they yeah. fell away completely, yeah. Mm. So, so they're probably missing that X factor which they they had with Griffiths and maybe Brocky to a certain extent, 
have they shipped out as well? Mm. They just don't have a plan B. Mm. And at the moment, we're waiting on Sarpong and we'll wait and see how he goes first. We we highlighted um, their defence as a as a big weak weak point in that. Um, and Durante going off injured after a, what fifteen minutes was it? Or mm. In the first twenty minutes at least, they just just look so disorganised. For that first goal, the defence was all over the place. Who Carney, was on him? Carney popped up just outside the six-yard box and with, with no one around him. I think Riera was on him and then just forgot to follow him. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just looking He's in the box now, I'm not a defender. <laughs> just looking at their back full-back final, they seem to have the same, that same defence for the last ten years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Durante, well, Moss or, um, yeah, I mean, uh, Manny, Manny Musket, it seems to have just aged and must be very slow now as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So when you're not scoring goals... Up, up top, you're probably going to get found out and you're going to end up losing games by conceding. You know, it's a, it's a fair point, actually, about that defensive line staying the same. I think that was probably the, the problem Merrick had at victory as well. He stuck by the same players yeah. for a long, long time, probably beyond their best. Who's the other defensive partner of um, Durante? What's his name? Sigmund. 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 Is he still Sigmund. playing? Oh, yeah. I just... Siggy. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a fan of the Sigmund... They got continuity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They've developed <laughs> partnerships and relationships, and <laughs> they just kept them going. Definitely beyond the gelling period. stage. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, I don't know. I think he's anyway. So it was an interesting opening round. Yeah, I, I, I do think there's definitely a next gear for for pretty much all the teams really there. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was a lot of teams that still kind of looked like they were preseason. Um, the, the the victory Adelaide game was was one. You know, I think both teams were quite happy to take the point. Sydney uh, City, you know, in the first half it it was a bit more exciting, but in that second half, both teams kind of cancelled each other out. And and I I had a thought that um a lot of the teams have changed. Right, there's been a lot of changes, but victory have been the only team that haven't changed. So I think victory, everyone's considered them. They're going to win the title. They're going to keep. There's, you know, no one's going to beat them. But I think they're going to struggle. Um, they still have to win the games, right? Mm. It's not guaranteed they're going to come mm. first. And because they haven't had a lot of changes, teams are going to know how they're going to play. They're not going to. They're not going to be something that's how they're going to go. People will know how they play. So I think mm. it's not guaranteed. Think, there's going to be a win every time, you know. So yeah, I think might... we had this conversation actually last week in the podcast. About Adelaide, mm. uh, and you know how we second season became more predictable as to what they were mm. going to do, and third season especially that we everybody knows exactly what to expect from Adelaide and how to to counter it possibly. Um, with victory, I'm still not so sure that that's an argument against them. To be honest, I, I, I think they had a small changeover turnover mm. in players, losing Milligan, replacing with Bazanic. Uh, Who played pretty well there? Yeah, absolutely. I. I still don't think it's a given that they're going to win. I expect them to, mm. um, but I don't think it's a given necessarily. Yeah, uh, they've got three or four just guns. In exactly. Attack. Yeah, and it's that just makes them better than anyone else. Such a good team on paper. I went Unless... to victory training last week and just watching Finkler, he just nails it every time. Yeah, he's class. I mean, you've got that combination up front of Finkler. Ben Kefala and uh, Barisha. Throw in Barbarossa. Yeah, Barbarossa. Barbarossa yeah, on the, the, the side as well. That's devastating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you can almost put anything behind that and still probably win just because you're going to score more goals than everybody else. 
Um, but a couple of injuries, you never know. Like Archie's well, gone that's down. It. So that's all, it's all down to injuries yeah, and yeah. depth. Uh, but see, Archie Thompson coming on against Adelaide, that's a big difference, right? True. Yeah. If he comes on, that's a big that's a big weapon to have on the coming off the bench. Yeah. And he's but, not there now, so yeah. You know, you can't really replace him. It's true. I think it's going to be interesting to see how it all develops. I think in terms of who was surprise packages, um, I thought Wanderers were a big disappointment. Uh, Roar was great to see. Adelaide, Melbourne, meh. <laughs> Hopefully that's just lack of mar- match sharpness and they're going to improve both of them. Mariners, great to see. Glory, very disappointing and a bit of a worry for the season ahead. Sydney, City, both potential, showed mm. great potential based on what the uh, the new signings have done. Uh, and uh, Jets were great to see and Phoenix are going to be a struggle uh, overall. There we go. Brisbane Raw Mariners Jets, top three. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's that's who I picked as my top three. I think that's why the season will end. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be a great... Um, Especially if Milton Victory's out of the top six. Are you going to put any money on that? <laughs> <laughs> I have cursed the Wanderers because they were $11 and I put 50 bucks on it because I thought that was tremendous value in a oh. number 10. That's what happens. That's what happens. <laughs> what happens. Bottom of the league. So whatever you bet on, the opposite will happen. Yes, yeah. okay. exactly. Okay. So follow my bets and uh, bet on the opposite happening. They're so calm, aren't they? They're Scottish. So mild mannered, <laughs> altruistic as well. Right, John Boy. Before we get on to that, oh. um, we also launched four four two FC last last week to coincide with the start of the season. Um, if you're not already on there, get on there. It's four four two FC dot com. Best of four four two each day, plus great freebies, giveaways, competitions, plus all our videos and uh, Facebook, social media content. It's uh, it's a great thing to be with, and it's all part of four four two United, our club for members only. Four four two FC dot com. Sign up right now. Advert over. There we go. I should have said Jonas after this. Ad. It's very schmink, by the way. I I like it. It's good, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, very schmink. It's yeah. Uh, quite pleased with it it's looking mm. great and seems to be getting a good reaction so yep. 442fc.com long may it continue John let's talk about Socceroos that's why we that's why we got you in the, in the house our man on the ground over in Jordan um, well yeah talking of um, not being schmick that was the Socceroos in, in Amman disappointing yeah they were very they were very flat I think the, the first half was pretty even probably could have been 1-1 at half time, but then uh, just away in the second half, particularly after that that early penalty. Mm. There's been a lot of doomsayers that uh, came out during the match and after the match. I don't actually see it, to be honest. I, th- I think it was a bad night of the office for us. Uh, we didn't have our best lineup, and our best players didn't play their best. And unfortunately, we just got what we deserved. Jordan were much better than us. Uh, hopefully it's not the start of this, the rot setting in. It was just one of those nights, one of those results, from my perspective. We we failed on a lot of different fronts. Uh, there w- just wasn't that energy, that pizzazz that we've shown 
in most of the games since the World Cup. Uh, We've lost there before. I think it's a tough place exactly. to go. When John yeah. was on the ground, he might be able to tell us about the atmosphere, but I think... It's... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Johnny? Although, I was... Um, uh, I got there about two hours before kickoff, um, and it wasn't it wasn't a full crowd, but they were chanting and singing a good two hours before. It was a crazy atmosphere. Wow. Um, you know, I think uh, three years ago, the Socceroos, when they lost 2-1, they said it unsettled them. This time around, they said it didn't. Um, and I think Ange had a good point after the game, but, you know, what do you want to do, play in empty stadiums? But um, mm. there was a great atmosphere, and they really... You could see the Jordan team after they got that first goal. The, the fans really spurred them on. So um, it is a difficult place to play, but um, I'd, I'd agree with Kevin. I think it was just a flat performance. It was an off day. Um, a couple of players had probably one of their, their worst games for Australia, like Spranovic and Davidson. Um, yeah, but I just can't understand bad. Massimo Luongo playing as a right winger. Just seems like lunacy for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought there was some interesting, which is a euphemism for bad, <laughs> uh, <laughs> selections and tactics and strategy by Ange, which was unusual for him. I can see what he was trying to do. He was trying to extend our depth by, you know, giving players more opportunities and trying them, uh, uh, giving them a chance and possibly playing them out of position, which never a fan of. Um, and it just—it was the wrong game to do that in. It was our toughest game. Of the exactly. Group. This, this is the game where we should have fielded what we had our best side uh, and played our best football uh, instead of experimenting. I don't think this the front. That was, it was a weird decision by Ange to be at all experimental in this game. Yeah, I think a front a front three of of all Lecky and and Luongo just didn't really didn't really work. I mean, Lecky is much better in my opinion on the on the wings, and he's not a natural goal scorer either. So no. I don't know how we're, you could see in that game we had you know we dominated possession, but we didn't really create very much. All the shots were from outside the box, and we didn't really look like scoring except for that sort of double chance that, that Tommy all created for. Matthew Leckie, uh, which which their keeper saved twice, you know, reasonably well. So, um, yeah, I think I think it's a setback, but it's not, you know, panic stations yet. No, anyway, I, I, I think more games to go. I think there's a lot of things to learn from it, and Ange would have yeah. learnt the most out of anyone, to be honest, because I think he bears a fair bit of responsibility for the, for the way that things turned out. Um, but having said that, quite a few of the players just didn't turn up properly. I think we probably could have done with more time together. Uh, it seemed a bit. I think there was only two training days. Is that right? Yeah, it was. Very, yeah, it was a very short window. Yeah, uh, right. and it showed. I just didn't think we were we jailed at all. I thought it was um, exposed a couple of things. The fact that our striker situation is still not resolved. Kale can't play ninety minutes. Um, uh, Urich, is he, what's his name? Yep. Yeah, Urich. Got a blank all of a sudden. <laughs> um, but Urich, I don't think he can play 90 minutes. So Rogic can't play 90 um, minutes. Yeah, Rogic. Yeah. Also, um, I don't, I don't know if I should say this, but maybe we needed two, two defensive midfielders like we used to back in the day. Um, having Moy, Luongo, and Rogic in the same team was probably too attacking, too attack minded. Um, I mean, we had Milligan there, but um, I think Yednak would have been good to have in this game, but he's obviously he's injured. I think and, Yednak was um, one we're definitely missing. But uh, also playing an attacking kind of game where, um, you know, maybe we need a plan B when we play in these kind of games. 
where we, you know, we can't always be attacking and looking to go forward at every opportunity. Maybe we've got to play a little bit smarter in these in these kind of situations. What, what I, I saw know, us doing just... was the same as we were doing pre-Asian Cup, where we were playing ourselves into corners and beating ourselves. We're getting ever-decreasingly smaller triangles. Mm. Yeah. Where it was so easy to just swamp us with numbers. Yeah. Break up that up. Take the ball off us and then counter quickly because we were all caught in a, in yeah. a small corner of the field. Yeah, uh, it was stuff that I thought we'd got away from, uh, and we'd develop. It was you know, we were trying to play a passing game, and it was part of the learning process pre Asian Cup. We nailed it for the Asian Cup, and then bugger me, we're back doing the exact same thing again. And that that you could see signs. Um, what was it? Uh, kid. Uh, one of the stands in the first game we were under a bit of pressure so um, but Jordan's a much better team than than Kajigistan um, so and I, I, is that a hybrid of the what? two? <laughs> is it Kajigistan? Kajigistan, Kajigistan. Kajigistan. <laughs> oh my god I'm just <laughs> the stands just all the stands two I'm, just, <laughs> I'm sure oh my listening. god Including video on demand. I can stand. do the, get the Italian stand. names back again. I can do those. <laughs> um, yeah, but, but seriously, I asked Ange yeah. about because I, I interviewed Ange um, leading mm. up to this, and I asked him, you know, we, in the first couple of games, at, at, in moments we were under pressure. Like, how do you think we're going to go against Jordan, who's a you know much stronger team and who's going to come at us, you know, um, in, in a counter-attacking way? And he didn't seem too bothered. Obviously, he's not going to say, oh, you know, I'm worried. But mm. um, I think he should be bothered now, um, especially, you know, with Jordan um, playing at home. It's, you know, could, could end up being the last game. If we have to qualify in the last game, it's going to be, you know, yep. we're going to, be, going to be under pressure. And I mean, Jordan beat Iraq 3-0 just a few days, yeah. a couple of days earlier. The, it was clear going into these were no easy beat. This was not an easy beat team by any manner of means. I just, I th- I th- sorry, Kevin. No, carry on, John. Uh, it just no, goes back to my say, same yeah. point that I think Ange underestimated, didn't field the best side. And again, our players that were fielded just didn't play the best. They had an off night. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd agree with that. I think we've got three of the next four games at home, so yeah. I don't think we should be panicking too much. I mean, we beat Jordan 4 0. In Australia, in the last World Cup qualifying mm. cycle, they don't generally travel well. Um, so I think, yeah, I think with a couple of fit players back, I mean, Matty Ryan or, or Langerak in goal, I think would, would help. Um, yeah. yeah, I think Jason Davidson had a bit of a bath against, um, I can't remember the, the name, but the winger uh, for Jordan. Um, so yeah, I don't think it's, it's panic stations at all. Um, but yeah, a bit, a bit of a wake up call. I think you know we can't coast against teams, particularly away from home. And who was the right back in this game? Uh, Elridge. Yeah, I thought maybe yeah. We yeah, haven't really yeah. got a solution at left back. I think that's a big problem. It that, is. That hitch yeah. was awful against Kyrgyzstan. And next in line is is Meredith, who was a bit of a bolter, to be honest. Mm. Um, and then after that, there's no one really putting their hand up in the A League. So. That's a worry for me. I know David. It's, it's been an eternal issue since Chipperfield Remember gave it up. David yeah. Kane, we could bring him back. Yeah. yeah. No. no. <laughs> not the answer either. Please. <laughs> yeah. Much as I like Carney. I'd have, I, I actually, I would have, We luckily we've replaced Carney because they've got younger guys coming through, but I always liked Carney on the left wing. 
Uh, he is uh, a winger. He apparently. is. He is. He's never been a left. Yeah, I thought Cunny was awesome for the soccer. He scored some great goals. Yeah, but he... you would have him as a left winger, not as a left back. Yeah. he scored some great goals, but he couldn't defend to save no, his life. No, he couldn't. He wasn't was great back in the Asian Cup job. final. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we need to find a, a proper left back, and we haven't got one yet. There's I mean, no. Jason Davidson's probably the nearest we've got, but it's not. I'd hate to good see. Solution. I'd hate no. to see what the statistics is of goals scored by the um, goals conceded by the Socceroos and how many of those were because of Jason Davidson. It wouldn't be pretty. There's a couple at the World Cup. I yeah. can't remember mm. playing yeah. people on side and and his own goal against uh, Scotland to begin with. Mm. Yeah, or wouldn't be. Yeah, I don't think he should look that up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, the problem is who is better. Um, yeah, there's, there's no not option. many. That's and Beach, I'm surprised he does so bad because he, he regularly plays for his club side and he plays, you know, against Galatasaray and um, Besiktas as well. So I would have thought he he, yeah. he would be able to adapt. I don't think he's found his level yet. At, um, Depends which way they're using him. Though. I mean, we need somebody who's going to defend more than attack. Yeah. Uh, and Beach may be more of a, a marauding push forward. Well, we do, we don't left in, back for his club. We don't which is not necessarily him. what we need. Mm. Would like the, uh, the fullbacks in qualifying are very much part of the attack. Mm. Yeah, but, but going into the World Cup, yes, we will need defenders. We need we need capable all rounders. That's the thing. Yeah, mm. we, we've we've got good attacking left wingers, left sided forwards already. Um, the weakness is when we come under pressure in attack in defence on yeah. the left hand side, and we don't have. A strong left back defender, and I think that's the the counter attacking side that we we struggle with because both of their goals were generally you know hoofs forward as we sort of pushed far up you know trying to dominate possession and got caught unawares. I mean they were they were a bit lucky really. Um, it was a deflection I think on one of the passes and then Davidson was fouled in the lead up to the second goal, so there was a bit of luck involved and then. The Jordanians just fell over at every opportunity, but you expect that, don't you? In Asia, we've seen that before. Well, that's right. And, you know, there may have been an element of luck in it, but by the same token, Jordan were creating their own luck by closing us down at every single opportunity. Yeah. Putting yeah. boots in to, to try and deflect the ball, intercept the ball, uh, and break us up, break us down. And they did it mm. very, very well. Um, and they took their chances, didn't they? They did, yeah. Uh, they struggled to begin with and then started really honing in on the target very well the highlight the highlight for me after the game was was walking out of the stadium and then um, obviously the local fans were very happy and I had a uh, eight, nine, ten year old kid call me a loser as I, as I walked past <laughs> that was quite funny John you were told not to wear your Socceroos jersey uh, I, I wasn't wearing it. I didn't realise I'd been playing it. What is, what he wasn't is, talking about Australia. It was just that was just a general <laughs> comment. <on that. laughs> I, got, I had to pay. I, it made me laugh. It was, it was what is what is what does loser sound like by a Jordanian kid? What kind of how do you say it? Like I'd like uh, to loser. He's <laughs> English, pretty good. Did you go? Was it a loser? Was it a Jim Carrey kind of loser? Or? <laughs> Did you get the L sing, sing, symbol with no, the no, fingers? No, 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 you got that the wrong way as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good job we're a podcast. <laughs> right, excellent. Let's leave it there, boys. Uh, are we done? We are, we're pretty much done. Just have a quick look forward to um, the games this weekend. 
Friday night, Adelaide versus Western Sydney Wanderers. The uh, two games on Saturday, the Jets, youngest manager in the A-League, will take on... <laughs> How old is he? He's 34. Hey, is he? Yeah. Gosh, he must be the youngest manager in the A-League. <laughs> we'll take on the grumpy old man as and Sydney FC. <laughs> That's going to be a great game, I think. Newcastle Jets, I don't think they would have expected a win. Hopefully there's, you know, 15,000 there. Mm. There's always a... The Cove always travels and the Jets fans always get fired up for the Sydney game. So I'm expecting a really good game. But the main event this weekend, Melbourne Derby. Could this be the the warm-up derby for the FFA Cup final next month? And indeed the grand final. And the grand final. Come May. As I think I predicted last month. Yeah, Maybe last week. Last week. Where's this one at? Is that at uh, Etienne or the other the Docklands? Uh, that's a very good point. I would have it's, thought a oh, it's at the big one, right? Yeah. I had fifty-two thousand. Would be a big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be around fifty thousand. It's or the so. Etihad then. Yeah. Mm. And then, and then Sunday we have Brisbane Raw, Central Coast Mariners, Perth Glory. And Wellington Phoenix. The long distance derby. The long distance the derby. Actually, come out no, actually official. A proper cup. What? They've actually got a proper bit of sol- silverware for this. Oh, this isn't like the the dodgy silverware that Tottenham won. It's uh, again I think when it's they played Sydney FC in that in that warm. It's game. even worse. Yeah, it's, it's even the... more meaningless, to be honest. Uh, well, Glory haven't won anything since the NSL, so this yeah, is their attempt right. to finally yeah. get something in the cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> You, 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 you'll still be here, won't you? So you'll miss this game. I will. I will. Um, good stuff. Right, well, uh, let's bring it And that. we've got... Uh, you can keep up to date with all the fantasy football leagues that we've got running. As we've got A-League ones, we've got tipping leagues, and we've got EPL fantasy football leagues, all on 442fc.com. It'll give you the, the top five and details of how to join us on that and we've got a special issue on sale on Thursday which off is, the magazine it's just, which l- is l- if, if, if all the listeners could one two three sing happy birthday and it's legal now because it's uh, they decided there's no copyright on happy birthday to you happy, happy birthday to we couldn't well, have actually you, sung this without getting and that's the Bozza interview that we were at which um, I think was a uh, unbelievable experience to interview Mark Bosnich. Con's excellent interview with Bozza. And, um, it's an epic. It's and fantastic. He just laughs. He got that Bozza laugh a few times as well. And some. How do you transcribe that? <laughs> <laughs> just lol. Con, did you well. ask him about his uh, his feelings on cyclists on roads? Oh, oh actually, no, we didn't. That was one area we didn't went yeah, into. Yeah, there was so many. There was a few controversial ones in there. I think that. The two or three controversial ones that we asked, I think, were enough. I didn't want to. And he took with good grace very as well. Do, very we good grace. Bosnich and Thomas Sorensen together because we know how much Sorensen likes cycling. <laughs> Went across America. That's oh, true. Really? Yeah. And um, I'm Vidasic. That's from his uh, from his dodgy injury in Switzerland. Ah, oh, for we were, oh, that's as, right. as we were yes. saying last week. Yes. I thought you were referring yeah. to Rado for a second. <laughs> um, but yes, so new issue out on Thursday has I think it's is it ten or twelve pages. Interview with Bozza. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, it's, it's epic. Yeah, whatever it's it is. Map. Plus, we look back on uh, ten years of four four two, ten years of the A League, ten years of Socceroos. Ben, you got involved with that Resurrection yes. Roos, Rise and Fall of the Soccer, Rise Testing and Fall and Rise Again of the Socceroos. Yeah, funny um, tales in there. Adam, did you write anything? No, uh, no, no, you didn't. You just sold all the advertising. <laughs> <laughs> you actually pay for 
the rest of us to get paid for writing. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so You're yeah. welcome. And John, did you? You? No, uh, I'm just 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 a oh, news no. hand. Yeah, Mike Michael Lynch did uh, ten years off Tim Cahill, the oh, one cool. Socceroo who's survived from start to finish in the history of the of four four two in Australia. Uh, and we've got one other feature in there, which is worth buying the magazine for alone. Just can't remember what it is at the moment. So it's a good one. Best, best yeah, buy. Well, you're going to have to buy the magazine to find out. Best buy the magazine to find out what that one was. Uh, but yes, sensational issue. Gold cover, buzzer on the cover, laughing his head off. Uh, buy it. And uh, if you can tell us what the connection is, what the special connection is between what Buzz is holding on the cover and the history of 442, you'll get a copy of the new Frank Lowy uh Biography that's in the in the magazine as well. Tweet us up four four two Oz with the answer to that question, and uh, we'll get you a copy. The first person to tweet us with the answer will get that book. So there, there we go, John. I hope uh, I hope Adam's really put in an ad buy when when you open the magazine, it, you can hear Bozza laughing. Actually, yeah, we should we should probably uh, have you still got that tape on interview uh, the interview on tape. Yes, yes. Can you edit down just a little bit of Bozza's laugh? Yeah, yeah. And we'll include that in the uh, yeah in the podcast from here on. In. Excellent. Hey, John. Thank you. Thank you for joining us um, this morning for you. No problem, fellas. Always a, d- a delight and a pleasure. And it's been a, it's been lovely to have a full house of, of four four two. Uh, ben, thanks for coming in. No worries. Where's my debut cap? <laughs> Unfortunately, you didn't score on on debut, but we're. Uh, <laughs> are, we, are, are we finishing with a with a porn reference again? We're still not talking porn. No. Uh, Com, thanks, mate. Good um, to have you back pleasure. on your uh, on on your pod return for this thanks. season. Uh, Kev, thank you. Thank you. And uh, and listeners slash readers slash um, all of our four four two FC. Um, crew, uh, thank you for uh, keeping us uh, going for this last 10 years, uh, it's been a pleasure um, keeping you up to date with football in Australia and um, and we will uh, be back next week for another 442FM Thank you very much Ta-ra Thank you.